I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Friday, September 29th. A Suffolk County grand jury has indicted a Quincy man for allegedly beating a Woburn man who was found unconscious in downtown Boston on St. Patrick's Day and then later died. 29-year-old Sanusi Sadiq was indicted earlier this week on a manslaughter charge for allegedly assaulting and beating Barry Whalen on March 17th, causing his death. The 46-year-old Whalen was found unconscious at an ATM on Winter Street in Downtown Crossing about 9 p.m. with a small abrasion on the back of his head. He was taken to a hospital with life-threatening injuries and died a week later when he was taken off life support. The chief medical examiner's office determined that Whalen died of blunt force trauma and ruled his death a homicide. Suffolk County DA's office has declined to comment but said more details would be released during Sadiq's arraignment, which is set to take place on October 26th. Sadiq was issued a summons. Waylon was an Ireland native whose boss at Twin Peaks Construction in Foxborough described him as a gentle soul. Quincy police have a warning out after four overdoses in the city just within 24 hours this past weekend, drug dealers are selling prescription pills laced with potentially deadly opioids. Police said the problem is only getting worse with people in Quincy thinking they're taking ADHD medication or painkillers when really they're swallowing potentially lethal doses of fentanyl or xylazine. Just a few days ago in Quincy, first responders were called to four different overdose scenes throughout the city within 24 hours. Three of those 911 calls were made within the same hour. Police say the city saw 19 overdose deaths last year. This year, they've already reached 19 deaths as of last week, with about three months left to go. On the state level, opioid-related overdose deaths have been on the rise since 2019. Police continue warning about fake prescription drugs through social media as they continue making busts and enforcing drug laws in the city. All four people who overdosed this past week were in their 20s or 30s and did survive. Well, the city of Boston continues to take steps toward rebuilding a bridge and addiction treatment center on Long Island as mental health and drug crises in the city remain dominant issues facing the Wu administration. Yesterday, Mayor Michelle Wu announced that the Public Works Department is now looking for outside firms to oversee construction and provide assistance with contract services on the bridge project. The goal is to have the project manager in place when the final approvals are okayed so that bridge construction can begin as soon as possible. Applications for project management firms are due on October 20th, Boston saying it will have a firm selected by the end of the year. The city said yesterday it still has two outstanding approvals to get the bridge project going. Those approvals still needed are a federal consistency review by the Massachusetts Office of Coastal Zone Management, along with a U.S. Coast Guard bridge permit. Quincy continues to appeal the latest bridge approvals. Quincy Mayor Thomas Koch says he intends to keep arguing against the bridge project, citing concerns about traffic and potential future development on Long Island. 
Wu has previously said the city already set aside $38 million to rehabilitate the existing buildings on Long Island and an additional $81 million for rebuilding the bridge. The Long Island Bridge was shut down in 2014 by former Boston Mayor Marty Walsh after concerns were raised by the State Department of Transportation about the infrastructure's condition. Wu hopes to have the 3,300-foot bridge reopened within four years. Temple Street in Whitman is home to a handful of car dealerships, yet one of them fell victim to thieves yesterday morning. The group allegedly hit them once and then came back a second time. The heist resulted in a car crash in nearby Brockton. Whitman police said an SUV dropped off three people at around 1 a.m. at Auto Sales Express. They allegedly made off with a Mazda, a BMW, and a Nissan. Short time later, police said they returned and stole a Ford Explorer and another BMW. The driver of the Ford crashed on Crescent Street in Brockton. Witnesses said there were numerous cars involved. One neighbor took video of the Explorer smoking on the side of the road. She called out to ask the driver if they needed assistance, but nobody answered. She took another video capturing an SUV pulling up to a BMW near the crash site. She said she spotted somebody in the car, hop into the BMW, and the two cars sped off. The white Explorer is back at Auto Sales Express. Whitman police are still searching for the other vehicles. Well, senators overwhelmingly approved that long-awaited tax relief and reform agreement yesterday, putting a bill, a handful of usually procedural votes, away from Governor Mara Healy's desk. The Senate accepted the conference report on a 38-to-1 vote, with Senator Jamie Eldridge of Marlboro casting the lone vote of dissent. President Karen Spilka of Ashland voted yes, which can sometimes be an emphatic sign of support from the chamber's leader, who often does not cast votes. The House approved of the package 155-to-1 on Wednesday and is keeping its informal session open a sign that the branches are likely to bounce the bill back and forth for at least their enactment votes and put it before Healy by the end of the day. The roughly billion-dollar tax bill would be among the most significant pieces of legislation to reach the governor's desk since she took office in January. The Democrat has been prodding lawmakers to finish their nearly two-year tax talks since she was a candidate for governor. Well, the Girl Scout cookie prices are going up in Massachusetts, as well as other parts of the country. Starting on November 20th, the cost of a package of cookies is increasing to $6 in the Boston area. Last time Girl Scout cookie prices went up in the area was in 2015. Some cookies, like S'mores and Taffy-tastic, were already priced at $6, but now the higher price will apply to other cookies that the troops sell, including the more classic varieties. Well, there are at least four different free events happening in Quincy on Saturday. Internationally acclaimed Irish tenor Ronan Tynan will be performing a free concert on Saturday from 4 to 6 p.m. on the Hancock Adams Common in Quincy Center. The State Department of Marine Fisheries and Mass Wildlife will present the second annual Real Fun Fishing Day on Nut Island on Saturday from 10 to 2. Participants will get to fish, 
learn how to identify fish species, learn about biodiversity, learn what not to flush from folks at the MWRA, and also take self-guided tours of Nut Island. It is free for those 16 and under and $2 for everyone else. You should park at the Atherton House School and take a shuttle to and from Nut Island. The Quincy Environmental Treasures Program presents fun facts and games at Faxon Park in Quincy. Saturday from at 10 a.m. and 2 p.m., participants will learn fun facts about the park, play disc golf and ping pong, and participate in a treasure hunt. You can register by emailing Sally Owen, S. Owen, at quincyma.gov. Dogs are not permitted on either tour. The Wollaston Hill Neighborhood Association presents their final Saturdays in the Park concert tomorrow at Safford Park on Beale Street from 2 to 7 p.m. Sample the Cat and the Point are scheduled to perform. The event features food, craft beer, and non-alcoholic beverages. The Quincy Fire Department will host a bocce tournament on Sunday at noon at the South Quincy Social Club, also known as the Torrey de Passeri Club on Washington Street in Quincy Point. The tournament will benefit the Ellie Fund. There will be raffles, a DJ, and lunch. Cost is $20 per player, and you can come as a single or bring a four-person team. Reminder that artwork done by Quincy Public School students is on display at the Q Arts Gallery in Quincy Center through October 8th. There are 20 mural-sized canvases representing every Quincy school on display. The gallery is open Thursday and Fridays from 2 to 5 and Saturdays and Sundays from noon to 5. Reminder that buses will be replacing MBTA redline trains between Broadway and North Quincy and buses will be replacing the commuter rail between South Station and Braintree all this weekend for track work. Jack of Business News this morning. Stocks rebounded yesterday. The Dow was up 116. NASDAQ rose 108. S&P added 25. Asian markets are mixed today. Only a few are open due to public holidays across the region. Dollar fell. The euro was up. Oil almost $92 a barrel. Sports. Orioles shut out the Red Sox. Two to nothing last night. Play again tonight in Baltimore at 7.05. And Patriots getting ready for their game in Dallas Sunday at 425. The National Weather Service forecast for today, scattered showers around this afternoon, high of 65. Tonight, rain, a low 47. Tomorrow, rain mostly in the morning, maybe some clearing later at a high of 65 degrees. First day of October on Sunday looks beautiful. Brilliant sunshine, mild temperatures in the upper 70s. And Monday, partly sunny, high 76, staying dry for most of next week. Marine forecast calling for two-foot waves, northeast winds 5 to 10 knots, high tide 11.46 a.m. Sunrise 6.38, set at 6.29. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Friday, September 29th.